Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. I'm Molly Nelson, host of the podcast here with Rochelle Smith, producer of the podcast. And today we have Lauren Merkel and Sean Honkamp. They're both certified financial planners and certified financial fiduciaries. Sean is a CPA. Ladies, gentlemen, we've all seen it. Soaring inflation, interest rates on the rise, the stock market in a slump. It really does sound like doom and gloom. But if you're listening to this podcast, you still want to retire. You might be wondering how. Well, today we are serving up a dose of optimism. We've got ideas on how you can retire during a recession. Lauren, Sean, does it feel like doom and gloom? Is it doom and gloom? What do you, what do you take? What's your take on it? Certainly, you turn on the news and it feels really doom and gloom. You, you got all these experts, these industry pundits saying that, uh, inflation is going to continue to be high for a long period of time. We're in a recession, or are we? Maybe we're not in a recession, depending upon who you talk to. But what, whatever it is, the economy is going to continue to struggle for a long period of time. The stock market, we know how that is going. We know how the bond market is going. All you have to do is log into your 401k plan or your IRA, and you see your account down like you haven't seen since 2008. And, you know, you're look, you're thinking about retiring. You're thinking about retiring. There's 13,000 people every single day that are retiring. So you're starting to see your coworkers retire. You're starting to see family members, siblings retire. And you're starting to get the itch. That's the, that's the conversation we have with a lot of families each and every day. They're starting to see their peers retire. And what would that look like for them? But then again, they log into their 401k plan and they're thinking, should I? They turn on the news and they're thinking this this thing could hang around for a long period of time. Is this really the best time to retire? And so there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of questions in their minds. And that's where the planning comes into place. So then the conversation goes to, well, let's take a look at the the income resources that you do have. Let's take a look at the the social security strategies you have on the table. Let's take a look at what your overall retirement plan looks like. And then we can get a real accurate picture of what your retirement picture looks like. And we can answer that question. Does it make sense to retire now, even in the midst of a recession like we're in right now? Yeah, I just read a headline today. It seemed like a pretty credible source said a 12 month recession is 100% certain. The skeptic in me says nothing in life is 100% certain. But Again, if you really want to retire, you see a headline like that, ugh, the doom and gloom continues. So I know you guys, when you're out in the community, you talk to people, they've, they've seen you on the TV show, YouTube, uh, kind of know that you work in retirement planning. I know people are saying to you guys, isn't your phone ringing off the hook at Merkel Retirement Planning? And it seems like we get that question every time we go through a downturn like this. I remember getting that question quite a bit in 2020 uh, when, because of COVID, the market was down by 34% in 22 days. But the reality of the situation is no. Our phone is not ringing off the hook. And a lot of that has to do with the way that we prepare for these types of downturns. We know that on average, recessions happen every five to six years. We know on average, bear markets happen every two to three years. And so when we work with our families, we talk to them about the inevitability of what we are going to see over the course of their pre-retirement phase and retirement phase, which is a downturn. So in our conversations, we talk about a couple different things. One is we align their portfolio with the amount of risk they feel comfortable with and with the amount of risk they need to take in, in 
their portfolio to make sure that they can accomplish their retirement goals. So when we go through these downturns, they have a good understanding of how much risk they were taking and what they would experience in their portfolio directionally. So there's no surprises. There's clear expectations around how their portfolio is going to react. But then the other thing, and I think this is even more important, is there is a plan in place. A lot of people think about retirement planning as their investments, their 401k plans, their IRAs, which is really tempting. I get it because that is the fuel of what's going to allow you to have your successful retirement. But that is just one piece of it. There's still the income planning. Where are you going to take your income from? There's the tax plan. How are you going to decrease your overall retirement tax bill, which, by the way, can increase your spendable income, which is really powerful to help get you through these downturns in the market. There's a legacy planning component. There is the investment piece. So there's all these pieces that go into what makes up your retirement plan. And for our families, they have a written retirement plan so they can see, number one, their portfolio is not going to blow up when the market blows up. So the, por- the market might be down by 30%. Our family's portfolios are not down by 30% because they're just not taking that type of risk, which could destroy their overall retirement goal. But number two is their plan shows them that even when we go through these recessions, they can still have the retirement that they wanted to. Their income plan is, is designed in a way that they can still receive the income they want to receive, need to receive to have the lifestyle th- that they want. And so all of the planning still works even in a downturn. If the plan blows up when the market blows up, that's not a good retirement plan because the market will blow up many times over the course of one's retirement. And in times like this, it's really important to control the message. I guess I like to think about it. You got to control what you feed yourself. And when the, when we are having all these challenges, and, and you can go find all this doom and gloom if you want to. So we know people watch the news and we read the, the headlines and clips. And you can feel the despair if that's what your focus is on. And I love everything Lauren just touched on because there is a drastic difference between what the families that are first interacting with us, if we're just meeting them for the first time, what they're feeling versus what our existing families that already have that plan in place, what they're feeling. So our families that have this plan, they know their components, they have their specific information, they can control their message because they can see their plan and they can reach out to us and they know that we already have taken taking certain action steps. And they're not having to react to the market. In fact, a lot of our families, they may not even have to do anything at a certain time in a significant market correction like this. They can, because what we focus on when we have market corrections is the opportunities. So whether markets are up or markets are down, there's opportunities, there's things that we, we can be doing. But the families that are first meeting us and they're talking to us about how much concern they have with, they have with the markets, um, how much in losses they're seeing in their existing accounts, it does feel a little different for them, and they maybe don't have the, the guidance and the direction. They don't necessarily know what they need to be doing um, compared to what our existing families are feeling. Yes, yeah, so the phone isn't ringing off the hook with the families and individuals that we work with because they have a plan in place. So if you're listening out there, you're going, huh, what's that all about? We'll get to that. We want to talk a little bit about what a retirement plan is, and we promise to give you some ideas about what to do during a recession. But I do know that we are getting phone calls of another kind during a recession. We're doing 15-minute retirement checkup calls. And I have to imagine, guys, that the tone of those calls has changed a little in the last few months with the the economic conditions that we've outlined. The tone has changed to reflect, the, like Sean was saying, the information that people are consuming. So there is an increased level of anxiety in these conversations that we're having. Uh, Most people in this country do not have a retirement plan. Even if you're on the doorsteps of retiring and you're thinking, I'm going to retire December of this year, I'm going to retire June of next year, 
you would think that you have a plan, but most people don't. And the reason why is because most people don't understand or have a full level of comprehension of what a retirement plan is. But if you had a plan, if you had a plan, then you would still have a high level of confidence that you could retire even though the market's down. And unfortunately, that's just not what we see in the country. So yes, the phone calls that we're having, the conversations that we're having, people are worried. They're concerned. They, they are concerned. How bad is this going to really get? Is it, are we going to be in a recession for 12 months? Is it going to be a more prolonged recession like what we saw from the period of 2000 to the end of 2002, where it lasted three years? Nobody really knows how bad this is going to get in that uncertainty does increase the anxiety. And for those who don't have a, a plan that's written out that they can see how they're going to be able to retire and still go through this, uh, it's it's kind of a daunting feeling to them. And a retirement plan is bigger. It's more than just an investment plan. So the tone for a lot of these calls is focused on those investments. And one of the biggest surprises that people are seeing is that they didn't realize they had this much exposure in the markets. So when the markets are down 20 to 30 plus percent, like the three major indices are year to date, their portfolios are being impacted. Their 401k plans are going down um, significantly. And that's surprising to a lot of them. And we know the process. Our families, they have more information around that. That's a big part of our process. It's a lot of fun to be able to provide our families with more information, give them a better feel for what level of risk are they taking and how much exposure are we taking in the markets. And the existing families, you know, as they're first learning about us, they're doing that 15-minute phone call. Um, they're, they're, they're feeling a lot of uncertainty, and they're looking for some more confidence and clarity. And that's okay. That's part of the benefit of these phone calls. Uh, and we willingly uh, take these phone calls. We like to have these conversations because this is the information that you need that's targeted to you, your concerns, your anxiety, as far as how are you going to take that next step to retirement. So we talk about specific action steps, and we focus on things you can control. Right. Nobody can control the markets. Nobody can control inflation rates or interest rates. But we can control what is it that you can do now to take advantage of what's taken place in this economic environment. And what does a retirement plan look like to you? What do you want to accomplish in retirement? What kind of steps do you need to put into your plan to make sure you can accomplish those goals? So the, the phone calls are wonderful, uh, and especially in this time where anxiety levels are higher. This is where, where this is when people need to have these phone calls more than anything else. And when Sean and Lauren talk about the families, they're talking about the families and individuals we work with, the people we've already helped build customized retirement plans. When they talk about these 15-minute retirement checkup calls, we're talking about people who don't have a plan or maybe don't like what they're seeing with the plan that they have. So that's the opportunity, right? Instead of sitting back, watching all of this happen, feeling like a victim, you can take action. And as you hear the guy saying, if you're worried and concerned and don't even you know, know exactly how your plan's being impacted, this is stuff other people are asking too. So taking this step, even though it might feel a little uh, daunting, a little overwhelming, a little bit intimidating, a lot of people are able to start having these conversations when they schedule a 15-minute retirement checkup call. So you can start your conversation by going to MerkleRetire.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E Retire.com. You can schedule a 15-minute retirement checkup call there today. Okay, let's go back just a little because I think a helpful lesson when we talk about recessions, economic downturns, market slumps, is to understand that we have gotten through this before. Let's talk about the three, the last three major recessions. Yeah, the last one, the Great Recession. There's no way you can forget about this. This was started in, in 2008, ended March of 2009. Uh, the average recession in this in uh, this country historically has been about 13 months. 
uh, and that one took a little bit longer. Um, but what we see is 2008, the S&P 500 was down 37% over that time frame. The entire recession, the S&P 500 was down about 57%. But 2009, the S&P 500 was up 26%. So if we go back to the recession prior to that, and I already referenced it, right right after the, the dot-com bubble, 2000 to the end of 2002, uh, in 2003, the S&P 500 was up 28%. If we go back even before that, 1990, the S&P 500 was down a little bit, not quite like 2000, early 2000s or 2008, but 1991, the S&P 500 was up 30%. So just when things are feeling really dire, just when things are feeling really bad, there is light at the end of the tunnel, right? And that's, that's one of the, the good points that we can reflect on now and think about now when things are really bad and they feel really bad like they do now, it will get better. And the way I think about it, there's only one or two outcomes. One is the S&P 500, the markets, are not going to come back up like they always have been before and if that happens they don't come back up well then they got to go down and none of the planning that you would do or really this conversation is kind of useless because things are not going to turn out good or they're going to come back like they always have every single time before so you said nothing's guaranteed that's not really guaranteed but it has never not happened before and it will con it will happen again and so what you have to do is focus on things that you can do to put yourself in a better position during this time so eventually when it does get better you're going to be in an even better position than when we started this recession. And we know there's always a, a ton of uncertainty because, Lauren, the biggest thing we don't we don't know is how long, right? We've seen plenty of one-year negative returns. We've seen a handful of two-year negative returns, consecutive is what I'm talking about. And I think only three years in a row is, I know once for sure, maybe I thought maybe twice it's ever happened. So we don't know. How long is this going to last? Is it going to be a 12-month thing? Is it Does it stretch into 24 or 36 uh, and that we know that does create a lot, a lot of uncertainty because for you, you're in your own unique position or stage of life. Are you, you know, 10 years away from retirement? Are you 10 months away from retirement? Maybe 10 days away from retirement. And that time frame is going to be impactful to different people in different ways. And, and that's where it's so important and valuable to have your own customized plan. You, the, the averages are great, um, but when it comes to retirement, you, you don't necessarily care about averages. You really only care about one. You know, you want to only retire once. You, you want to get it right. And we understand there is a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of moving pieces. And, and you know, what we focus on is we try to help, help our families look at that entire picture and be aware of all the different risks that are out there so that we're looking at everything comprehensively. We're making, you know, group decisions, maybe not individual decisions, make comprehensive planning decisions to help ease that uncertainty as much as we can. Guys, I'm putting myself in the mindset of a pre-retiree. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I've been working for 30, maybe 40 years. And what I might be hearing you say is I've got to work 13 more months because that's when this thing is over. <laughs> is that the takeaway? Or? Yeah, absolutely not. In fact, that's the exact opposite of the takeaway that, that you should be having. Sean, you just had a conversation uh, last week with somebody in this situation. She desperately wants to retire. Right. She desperately wants to retire. She's in her early 60s and she's sitting here thinking she doesn't have a plan. And that's why she's talking to us. But what does she do to put herself in a position to have confidence that she can retire? Well, she puts that plan together and then she can see even with the portfolio down where it's at, even with the markets down without any expectation of when this is going to get better, 
where's the income going to come from to support the lifestyle that she wants to have? What is she going to do to make sure that she can have income when she does retire, but also five years down the road, 10 years, 15 years down the road? And that piece of it alone provides a lot of confidence. That piece of it alone, that where she knows she can afford the lifestyle that she wants to have, even in the midst of what we're seeing, affords her the ability to say, okay, let's pull the trigger. I really want to retire. I can afford to retire, and everything's going to work out short-term and long-term. And those are the conversations that are the most rewarding for us to show somebody who really wants to end the working career. They've been working for 40 years. And you're thinking, I really am tired of this. I want to go have the freedom of time and freedom to do the things I want to do when I want to do it. But there's uh, a lot of anxiety that comes with that, especially in these downtimes. Let's break down that action step a little bit, because that is something if you're listening right now and you're just not sure whether we were in a recession or not, this happens. People just aren't sure if they're going to have enough money to get them to and through retirement. So one of the first things you can do is just get a better understanding of your overall picture. That includes evaluating what you're doing with your investments right now. Uh, risk level is a big part of that conversation, Sean. Yeah, the, the process we go through is, again, to try to look at everything. Let's take inventory of all your assets that you have, which is a combination of maybe it's some pensions and Social Security, but then the balances. And, you know, we know those balances can fluctuate. So understanding what level of risk you're taking it's an important step. It's not everything. You know, our goal is to try to maximize all these assets. And we mentioned earlier that a retirement plan is more than just an investment plan, but the investment planning component of our process is a very important piece. So understanding risk, understanding how much exposure we're taking in the markets. Um, uh, as you get closer to retirement, that, that's more important. You know, it's, it's a lot of people follow that course that we don't want to take as much risk as we get older. Um, that doesn't mean we always have to do that because again, your customized plan might show you otherwise. Your plan is not going to be the same as anybody else's, but we want to be more intentional about how much risk we're taking. We want to help our families be more intentional about exactly what we're investing in. And one thing that we talk about a lot is uh, the concept of diversification is not a new concept for anybody when it comes to investing. But it does shift a little bit when we're diversification, when we're strictly in that accumulation stage of life, tends to be more about just the different asset classes, you know, large cap, mid cap, international, things like that. Diversification as we get to the pre-retirement and retirement stage of life becomes a little bit more about maybe just different strategies. We still want to have money in the markets. We're always going to have money in the markets, no matter, you know, how safe you want to be. It's still a great wealth generator. But while we're still taking risk with some dollars of your total portfolio, we want to be diversified and maybe have different strategies. It may be a fit for your plan to have a bucket of your money that cannot go backwards no matter what happens. It might make sense to have a bucket of your money be a income purpose and help provide for lifetime income. So again, we help our families, you know, maybe with that mindset shift of what else they need to be thinking about. And that's one of the main questions we get is, you know, you know what you're thinking about and what you're doing today. But what are you not thinking about? What have you never had to deal with? And that's a big part of the conversations that we have with our families. If I'm thinking about retiring in the near future and I don't like what my 401k is doing right now, I understand that probably my risk level inside that 401k isn't lined up with where I want to go and what I want to do. But let's say we have one of those 15 minute calls and I tell you guys this, I, I give you this information. Can we do something 
right at that time to change that risk and still get me to that retirement? Or is it going to be change the risk now and work a few more years? Quite, quite potentially. The situation could be a little bit different, but for a lot of people who are still working and putting money into their 401k plan every single pay period, the opportunity that exists is with new contributions. So the, the pot of money that you already have saved, it's probably best. There could be some exclusions to this, but it's probably best to leave that how it is unless you're going to change the bond portion of your portfolio. Interest rates are going up. Interest rates will probably continue to go up. So your bonds will continue to go down. So if there's any change that you might want to consider with the existing money is do you take that bond money and do one of two things? Put that more towards stocks because stocks are at a discount. The bonds had done their job, which means that they didn't go down as much as stocks. So they insulated you from a little bit of that risk. So they've done their job. Do you take that money or a piece of it and put it into stocks that are severely discounted? Eventually, when this market comes back up, you're probably going to benefit from that because you're going to have more money at stocks and you're going to have a piece of it that was purchased when stocks are lower. So that's an idea. The other idea is most 401k plans have a stable value account, which is more of a guaranteed account. So instead of using bonds as the insulator for the equity risk, you can take the money from your bonds and put it into the stable value. You might get 1% on it. You might get 2% on it. The percentage that you get on the stable value will increase as interest rates increase, but you're not going to get a lot of it, but it's really going to be there to get a little bit of gain and then insulate you from the equity downside. Now, you could do a combination of those strategies, or you could just leave the money alone as is. Okay. Then you have your new contributions. If you have part of your new contributions going to stocks, part of your new contributions going to bonds, or some of you may have changed your new contributions and have it all going to your stable value because you're tired of logging into your 401k plan and seeing it go down. I get that. That's tempting. But this is go time when it comes to new money. This is the opportunity that you have to go to the store and get the same pair of shoes at a discount that you saw 12 months ago that were 30% higher in cost. This is that opportunity where you can buy stocks at a discount so and you can do it systematically regardless of where these stock prices are every couple weeks. And then eventually when this market comes back up, you are going to be very grateful that you made that decision because you made a ton of money on those new contributions. And those new contributions were not sitting there in the market for the last eight months losing 30%. So it's, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for those who have money going into it to really take advantage of this opportunity that we only get every couple of years. So this is the definition of the mantra, buy low. Buy low. Buy low, sell high. That's what everybody says, right? It's just harder to do that. Now is a great time to do it. But going back to what Sean said in the very beginning, you kind of kind of have to separate yourself from all the negative information you hear on the news, all the negative uh, aspects that we run into every day of our lives when we're going to the grocery store and we have to pay more. When we go to the gas pump, we have to pay more. When we do go to retail shops and we have to pay more, discount all of that or set that aside and realize all of that negative is, is all the negative you can't control. What you can control is taking advantage of that in the form of buying stocks at a lower price. So we want the takeaway of this podcast to be that a recession doesn't have to ruin your retirement. There are things you can do right now to take control. So another one of those things to at least consider is a Roth conversion. Yeah, a recession doesn't have to ruin it. In fact, we're trying to stress that recession presents these opportunities. So we 
We do a lot of Roth conversions with our families. It's a part of the tax planning component of the process. And if a Roth conversion makes sense for your plan for a given calendar year, it makes even that much more sense if we can do the Roth conversion in a down market. Um, I'm sitting here looking at, you know, staring at a, a picture of the graph of the S&P 500 over the last 20 years. And it's just the jump, the opportunities just jump right out to us. And if, if you want, if you have an opportunity to do the Roth conversion, and if we can do those conversions in those down markets, you're going to like them even that much better. So we, the markets are go, go down. We're in investments that we like. They just happen to be less valuable today. So now we can do that Roth conversion in a down market. We can move over that many more shares for a similar price or even the same number of shares at a lesser value that now is going to limit or bring down your total tax liability. And as we've touched on, we know the markets are going to come back. And then now when we get that recovery in the markets, you have all these units and shares and these dollar values inside of a Roth vehicle. And what's the tax rate on the Roth vehicle? It's a, it's one of our favorite numbers. Zero percent. It's pretty zero, nice. Zero tax rate. So now you get all this growth inside of a Roth vehicle that you know you get to spend every single dollar in retirement that is inside of that Roth vehicle. So being intentional, knowing when the when the better times are, knowing when you can have efficiencies within your overall plan, it's a great thing to do. And let's give people an example of the typical Roth conversion. What account are you going from and to, just in case we want to back up a little and, and define the Roth conversion. Yeah, just the nature of a Roth conversion is really when you have pre-tax money sitting in an IRA predominantly. Some 401k plans allow you to do it, but really any pre-tax account you can pick up a certain dollar amount from that account. We we drop it off, drop it over into a Roth IRA. The amount of the conversion is considered taxable income for that year. And now that money is sitting inside of a Roth IRA. And, and if those accounts are down, you're converting less money, I guess, at that time. So there's also an advantage there, possibly paying less taxes. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's why the efficiencies can be created in a down market. That's why we you want to ensure that you're aware of when, when is the right time. You know, what exactly is a Roth conversion? When is the right time? When can be even a better time to do the conversion? The more units and more shares that you can get over inside of a Roth vehicle, the more you're going to, the, the, you're going to love it, right? Who doesn't love a 0% tax rate? Who doesn't love knowing that you can spend every single dollar in your retirement that sits within those Roth accounts? And the whole point around that is on that, on those pre-tax accounts, you will pay taxes on that money at some point. It's either you're going to pay taxes on that money uh, based on the IRS rules when they mandate you to take these distributions out nowadays, 72 for most people, or you're going to pay taxes on that money based on your plan design. So when you're when you're implementing these Roth conversions, you want to be very intentional with it. If you have a million dollar pre-tax IRA, you're probably not going to want to take that million dollars and and convert it all this year and pay taxes on the full million dollars, but it might make sense based on your taxable income this year to take 50,000 maybe 20000 shift that over to the Roth and pay taxes based on it. So this is where the planning comes into play to look at what kind of taxable income do you have coming in this year? What do you expect from a taxable income next year? What do you expect from a taxable income when you do, do turn 72? And then based on all of that information, we can identify here's how much you should be converting this year or maybe you shouldn't convert at all. Here's how much you should convert next year based on all of those different factors to make sure that you're actually making a smart tax decision to pay overall less taxes than what you would inevitably by doing nothing. Another action step for some people during a recession is tax loss 
harvesting. It's another great strategy for some people. One of the most tax inefficient investment vehicles someone can have is our mutual funds. But yet, because mutual funds have been in existence for 100 plus years, a lot of people still use mutual funds in their overall portfolio, but it can really be devastating from a tax standpoint if you're using mutual funds in your non-qualified accounts. Those are your taxable accounts. So as an example, I uh, met with a family la- uh, last week, and they we, we've been working with them for about 10 years now. And every time we get a dip in the market, we try to take some of their mutual funds that they've accumulated for decades. So they have seven figures invested in mutual funds. And even last week, she was saying the darn tax bill on these mutual funds is painful. I mean, it was like over $300,000 of taxes because of the, the inefficiencies on these mutual funds. So every year, every time we go through these downturns, we're tax loss harvesting. Which one of these mutual funds can we get rid of, pay little to no tax on that sale? And then what we do is we move that money over to more tax-efficient vehicles like ETFs. ETFs uh, are the same concept as a mutual fund, but there's less, uh, less hidden costs in ETFs. But then also they're more tax-efficient, so the tax bill should be a lot less as well. So in 2020... That's exactly what we did. In March of 2020, the market was down big. Her mutual funds were down big. We moved a bunch out from mutual funds. Had the same amount of risk in the account. So at the end of 2020, she did really well from a performance standpoint because we didn't take any risk off the table. And she had a big chunk of her money that was in more tax-efficient vehicles. This year, same thing as what we're doing. We're selling out some of those inefficient mutual funds, moving it over to more efficient vehicles. Eventually, when this market comes back up, She's going to get all the gain that she would have gotten on the mutual funds, maybe even more because it's more efficient. But the tax bill on an ongoing basis will continue to dwindle because we're tax loss harvesting some. And basically, again, it's just moving from uh, tax inefficient vehicles to tax efficient vehicles. Most of the families that we work with have had that accumulation advisor or investment advisor that they work with. And now they get to a stage of life where they realize they're looking for more. And that's where they reach out to us. And what we're hearing a lot recently is that, well, in a down market, I can't do anything. And that's what they're hearing. The The investment advisors, you know, they only look at the investment piece for the, the families that they work with. And when that's the only thing they look at, well, that's the only advice they can get is, well, we can't change our recommendations. So really do nothing. And, you know, we really want to challenge you that, you know, a lot of what you've heard already today is that there are opportunities in a down market, the tax loss harvesting, Lauren, that you just talked about. That's a good reason. So now can be the best time to evaluate how you're investing, what you're doing um, when you're in the market. And even if you switch advisors and now and move over and start getting an overall retirement plan instead of just an investment plan. We're not getting out of the market, and, and and in fact, those efficiencies is are where you want to focus. You know, doing the Roth conversion, it might even allow you an opportunity to maybe even take more risk with those dollars now that they're over in the Roth, and get even more return when this market recovers, and now even have more dollars inside of a Roth vehicle. So, uh, you know, the old rule of thumb again of do nothing in a down market. Uh, I, w- I would stress to maybe not stay there, not be stuck in that, you know, reach out, have a 15 minute phone call and maybe get some of those initial questions answered. Yeah. You don't have to sit back and do nothing. You can schedule a 15 minute retirement checkup call right now by going to Merkel That's M E R K L E retire.com. 
We promised a dose of optimism and I'm feeling it in some of these action steps that you guys have just outlined for us. And I think a 15 minute phone call could help people feel optimistic. But I do know, Lauren, the headlines, the the news, the clicks, they're probably not going to get any better anytime soon. We're having a lot of fun right now. And, and maybe that uh, seems like it's kind of in bad color because there's a lot of bad things happening in the country. But there's so many good things that you can be doing to put yourself in a better position. And, and the conversations that we're having with our families are full of optimism. We don't like everything that's happening in the country. We don't like everything that's happened with the stock market or anything that's happened with the, the markets and, and how it's eroding a lot of people's portfolios. But when their plans, when they look at their plans, they can see here's an action item that they can do to take advantage of it. Here's an action item that they can do to ta- take advantage of it. And these action items, we've kind of labeled them go time. So when it, when in their plan and the markets are down and it makes sense from a tax standpoint, we're going to do a Roth conversion. We call that Roth conversion go time. Uh, in, in the dollar cost averaging strategies, when the market's down, we got safe money we want to implement and put into a, a market and buy at a, a discount. We call that dollar cost averaging go time. So when we call out to our families, uh, most people would think that those conversations are not positive conversations, but they are because they know we're calling because now's go time and they're happy and we're happy because we can really take advantage of this, this market craze that we can't control. So the conversations that we're having with our families are positive conversations. They're excited to hear from us. Sometimes we get emails in these situations where they're saying, hey, Lauren, is this go time? All right. They're not saying, hey, why is this stock market doing what it's doing? They're saying, hey, we talked about these strategies. Is, is it time to implement? And we'll say, actually, it is or not quite yet. Let's hang on a little bit. Uh, but it's full of optimism. And that's why that's why uh, we have a lot of people retiring in in this year we had a lot of people retiring in 2020 because they have the plan in place the plan shows them how to maneuver through these downturns in the market and it's the plan that really allows them to have the confidence to make these otherwise difficult decisions and they make them with ease Um, and uh, so there's there's a ton of optimism there's a lot of action steps you can take but you have to build that plan first that's the first step you took a great first step by listening to this podcast clearly Clearly, you don't want a recession to ruin your retirement. Why don't you take one more step? Schedule a 15-minute retirement checkup call. You can go to MerkleRetire.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E, Retire.com. And we'll keep talking about all of the components of retirement on this podcast. It's Retiring Today, and we thank you for listening. Merkle Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC. And And if those accounts are down you're converting less money, I guess, at that time. So there's also an advantage there, possibly paying less taxes. Just license me, guys. Go ahead and license me. It's all good. That's fine.